Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families. At BKF, we believe now is the time to change the modern day interpretation of the blended family. Absolutely, you guys. As a blended family ourselves, God laid it on our hearts to build a ministry that helps support blended families by equipping your marriage, uniting the family unit, and igniting your faith. Our mission is that you would be touched by God and experience His goodness through this ministry, that your family would have practical skills, resources, and tools to help you live that abundant blended life. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families, and we are super pumped to have an yes. amazing guest with us, Summer Butler. So sweet. It is awesome to have you here. And just so you guys know, Summer is the author of Blended, Aligning the Hierarchy of the Heart and Home. She's the founder of the Blended Book Company, uh, Blended Family Ministry geared towards health and healing of individuals inside the Blended Family. You are right up yes. our alley. Yes. Okay. And we are All excited right. to have you here. Yay. Yes. Thanks for having me. So, Absolutely. Summer, let's just get started. Tell us about your story. What's your blended family dynamic? Yeah. I grew up in a blended family, actually, so I kind of have that angle as well, like twice over blended mm -hmm. family. Yeah. Um, lots of stepmamas and stepdaddies. And um, so I feel like really the heart of this ministry came then. I didn't mm -hmm. know it then, right? And But that kind of took me off track for a lot, a lot of years. I blamed God for a lot of the hurts mm -hmm. in my childhood and in my life and the brokenness. I just didn't understand how mm -hmm. um, a good God could make that possible. Mm -hmm. um, so that kind of got me off track for quite some time until I met my husband. And that was about, what did we say, nine years ago? <laughs> You're trying to remember. <laughs> about nine years ago, I met Andy, and he had a pretty firm walk with God at the time. And I came into the relationship kind of a free spirit um, and having some spirituality, but not necessarily rooted in God. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of a thin gray line that pulled Andy towards, um, kind of sucked him into that. Mm -hmm. And we both got off track for a while. Mm -hmm. So I know we talked earlier about when we got married and we actually renewed our vows. And part of that was because we refound God together. And I think um, because of that and because of the struggles we had along the way, you know, those first five years of marriage, mm -hmm. we really realized that there's so much brokenness, even inside um, blended families, mm -hmm. you know, that come together. And um, we sought help and got uh, marriage counseling and went through re-engage, which is a, a marriage ministry, but it's not yeah. specific for blended families. Yeah. And while it did great, I mean, it's a great program, but there's just so much um, dynamic to a blended family relationship that is not often talked about yeah. prior to, or even in the beginning of those marriages. And it, God just really laid it on my heart to have a, um, a blended family ministry and a book that kind of outlined my struggles throughout mm -hmm. the first five years. Yeah. And, and kind of walk families through the struggles that I know that, that, that will come up, right? Yes. Um, and that was kind of the heart of the ministry and the book and what led up to that, really. Yeah. No, that is so good. And you let me, you gave me a sample copy of your book and I've been reading it. And you guys, it is amazing. So I know it's on Amazon already, Summer, mm -hmm. um, but officially releasing on the 29th. So yay, God, yeah. we are so excited for Summer. Um, you know, in Summer, you, you kind of touched on this already, but can you tell us a little bit more about your book and, um, you know, if there was anything like specific where you were like, I have to write this, like this yeah. is where I'm sticking yeah. my, my dagger in the sand. Yeah. Like Three years ago, this, I, 
you know, I say kind of leading up to this event, we functioned well as a blended family, and I think there's a difference between functioning and thriving, yeah. you know, and, and I think we, we did okay, we did well, but there were just bitter resentments that built in my heart along the way. And, and I say some of that, you know, I was a full-time stay-at-home stepmom, I guess I still am, but <laughs> walked into that role different than when I was outside of our marriage. And um, so being a full-time you know, stepmom or stay-at-home mom, it just comes with a lot of the grunt work, the day-to-day grunt work. And sometimes the reward doesn't fall on your weekend. And so that, that I think, you know, unconsciously built this resentment that I felt um, in my heart. And um, there was, gosh, I guess it was probably October, November of 2017. And my oldest had winter formal. And so like, I love doing all the things, like getting all the things in order, the text, the flowers, <laughs> you know, all that. Yeah. And I was driving down to Dallas to pick up his text and I'm kind of like going through the plans for the weekend. And I realize as I'm going, like the, the dance doesn't fall on our weekend. Oh, wow. So like, I instantly just had this like gut punch of, um, this is just not fair. Like, this mm-hmm. is not fair. Um, I do all the work, I get none of the reward. And I called my husband and I'm just like, you know, completely going, I'm like going on and on and on about, you know, it just feels like I've worked for two weeks without a paycheck. And, you know, he trying to be supportive. Um, I don't want to say he fed into it, but he allowed me to vent. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, as soon as I hung up the phone, God was like, get off, get off the highway, get off the tollway. And so I've never really heard a command like that strong before Mm -hmm. from God. And it was really honestly impossible to ignore. So I pull off the road and he said, I want you to write this down. Mm -hmm. And he said, you are not raising these children so that they grow up and call you their mother. Mm -hmm. You are raising these children so they grow up and call me their father. And it really just put in perspective who I was in their life Mm -hmm. and who he was calling me to be. And kind of through the midst of some refining over the next few months, um, he brought out some of those logs in this refining fire that I had been struggling with. Yeah. And, um, and I think for the intent to put forth this book, like to just let it all out, like here's some, here's some things you may struggle with as a mm-hmm. stepmama or a blended family. And, and really the only problem, um, I think that I have figured out that I have is myself, you know, and that's really humbling. So the book itself is really a self, a self-help book. It's a self-inventory approach. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's a ton of like how-tos as blended families, but this really looks at yourself and how to be the best self um, through a refiner's fire and, and ways that you need to work through past stuff, you know, forgiveness, the hierarchy of your relationship, mm-hmm. um, conflict resolution, communication, things that you really need to approach differently in a blended family model. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of external um, influence mm-hmm. in a blended family that you just can't control. And the only person you really can is yourself. And so I think that was really a defining moment for the book and mm-hmm. something that is written in the book and had to, um, I had to start there. Um, that was straight from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was going to define, you know, our life going yeah. forward, but also this ministry. And there's a verse that God kind of gave me through the process. And it talks about him being the chief shepherd 
and that we are to shepherd those that he puts in our flock. That verse I really hold on to because whether they're bonus or biological, mm -hmm. right? They're placed there by him mm -hmm. and we are to shepherd our flock and not lord over them and not be controlling, but show them his way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what he was saying to me, like yeah. on the side of the Dallas North Tollway. And, and then, you know, towards the end of it, the verse talks about him being the chief shepherd mm -hmm. and that we work for the crown that will never fade. Mm -hmm. And so I think when we focus in life on things that we've, you know, we've worked so hard for and we want worldly rewards, mm -hmm. they're never going to come. We're never going to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. Our expectations are in the wrong place. But when we focus on the, on the heavenly gifts that we'll mm -hmm. receive because we've lorded his flock well, um, I think that's where we find our joy and our peace yeah. and our comfort is in him, you know? Yeah. So no matter what sheep he brings to us, you know, yeah. whether they're bonus or biological, our job is to shepherd them, you yeah. know, the way that he shepherds us mm -hmm. as a father. Yeah. Um, so that's really kind of been a verse I've clung to as well um, and write about in that first chapter. That's good stuff. That is, I was like, wow. Man, yeah. you made a comment yeah. and some, one of that phrase that the reward is not on my weekend. Mm. I've never heard that before, yeah. but mm -hmm. what a powerful, powerful phrase. Because we do, even as parents or yeah. as step-parents, uh, we know that we're given a gift of being a parent. We know that's going to be hard. Yeah. yeah. But I think somewhere in the back of our mind, we're like, we're going to get that moment. Yeah. Are we going to yeah, get that, yeah. that yeah. hug yeah. or that yeah. affirmation? Yeah. Or are we going to see that joy in our child's yep. eyes? Mm -hmm. You know, as biological, you know you're going to be there. Right. Yeah. There's nowhere else to be. Right. Mm -hmm. But as a blended family, that may happen, but it may not be on your weekend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What an amazing yeah. concept to think about. So that was phenomenal uh, yeah. words of wisdom there. And I love what you said, you know, when he spoke to you in the car. I mean, that is just everything like hit me in the head with a two by four yeah. because yeah. It's hard. And I think, you know, I, I attributed it to my step kiddos. Like, I think part of me was seeking a title, but in a weird way. Like I know I never wanted to replace mom. That's never been mm -hmm. um, even a conversation or an idea. And it's always been actually the opposite of what I've communicated to the kids. Like mm -hmm. I'm not here to replace, I'm here to add to and vice mm -hmm. versa. Like they yeah. add to my life. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, when I really started breaking down what he was trying to tell me, yeah. mm -hmm. it's just that, you know, all these children are are given to us. None of them are yeah. ours. You know, mm -hmm. they are all just given to us for a time here on earth so that we can mm -hmm. be his witness to them, yeah. you know, show his love to them through our acts. And I feel like what he kind of broke out of me was, you know, I was, I was actually serving them yeah. and expecting a reward. So really I was placing myself on the highest seat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like wanting them to look at me. Mm -hmm. But what he was saying is you need to get down. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm actually on that highest seat and your acts need to serve me yeah. so that I can bless them through you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was really a shift in how I approached them. Yeah. How I approached like it just it turned my heart into a, a more pure form, which mm -hmm. is, I think, what a refining does. Yeah. Right. And I think blended families, you know, they can either define us, which a lot of times through the chaos it starts to, mm -hmm. or they can refine us. Yeah. And we can look at like, okay, why is this triggering me? Mm -hmm. And what is this saying about me? Because mm -hmm. it's never about the other person. Triggers yeah. are a direct reflection of what's going on inside of us. Mm -hmm. And it's, we can only look at those triggers and say, okay, I need to work on this so that I look more like him mm -hmm. in, at the end of this refining. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's really the guts of this, of the study. So it's laid out like a six week study. There's five days of work a week. Um, and it's written really for men, women, couples. I tried to keep it as, um, open as possible. Yeah. So it's a lot of my own self mm -hmm. story. So yeah. I feel like it tends to lean 
more towards a woman audience, but the feedback I've gotten is that it doesn't. Hopefully that's the case because my intent yeah. was really to do couples work yeah. and um, and change individual hearts, you mm -hmm. know, purify hearts through God's refining process. And yeah. I think blended families are the perfect opportunity yes. to do that. There's yes. just so much dynamic that... Um, brings about heat within ourselves that oh, we yeah. can we can work through. Yeah. In the book you talk about the hierarchy of the home. Mm -hmm. And and we've talked about this multiple times on our podcast keeping God at the at the top our spouse mm -hmm. and then our children and then mm -hmm. work and yep. hobbies yep. all come yep. Yep. kind of down the line. Um, why do you believe it's important and and what best practices do you um, suggest to implement? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I believe it's important because we didn't always do it well. Mm -hmm. like, I think that we are the example of how not to do it and now today how to do it. And we are a total testimony to um, his redemption and his um, His calling for us to preach this to others. But um, I feel like, you know, and talk about this in the book that we individually have to place God first in our lives and doing so inadvertently places God in the middle of mm -hmm. our marriages, mm -hmm. right? So our own relationship with God is our personal responsibilities. Husbands and wives are different. Mm -hmm. God created us uniquely and uniquely he speaks to us and works within us. Mm -hmm. um, and so I find, you know, a lot um, working with people that um, they tend to compare their relationship or walk with God with their spouses. Yeah. And that's just not fair. You know, I, I think yeah. our pastor said it so beautifully one time. He said, you know, the sun doesn't rise on the East Coast at the same time it rises on the West Coast, mm. but the sun still rises. And that to me was just such a profound statement when you're talking about, you know, God being in your husband or wife's lives. Yeah. And I think, you know, so often we compare that. So if you can set that aside and really only focus on your personal walk with God, like that's the number one advice that we have. That's the number one way to put God first in your marriage is just to have that working relationship with God. And, and a relationship goes two ways. So just like communication, like we have to sit and listen for what he's saying to us or look around to witness who he is in our lives, but also speak to him and take to him all of our challenges and all of the ways that we need him. Yeah. Um, so our, um, like you said, you know, Scott, you guys talk about it too, but it is and has to be, especially for blended families, God, marriage, children, others. Yeah. And, and the entire Bible talks about, you know, not putting other gods ahead of, mm -hmm. of our God. Mm -hmm. And I think he knew this was going to be a struggle for us. And mm -hmm. so when there's brokenness and, and families that are born out of brokenness, which blended families typically are, mm -hmm. and children come before the marriages and others come before our previous marriage or our current marriage, we really have to be intentional with putting God first, yeah. putting our marriages second, mm -hmm. children third, and then anything else that falls outside of that, the other home included, you know, yeah. so that's something that I think tends to get in the hierarchy and, um, you know, understandably so, yeah. but it's something you got to sort through and have open, honest conversations about like what boundaries are going to look like and how Absolutely. to maintain. Do you, do you see some practical examples? Because I, I, I know we talk about this in, in, in concept, yep. and I know people may be listening and going, okay, okay, well, we go to church. Yeah. Um, okay, that's, that we go to church. Yeah, like uh, what does and, it mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. And so how does this yep. practically roll out, and how so, do you see that? Um, I love that, because I write about this in the book. One of the ways that God showed up to me in, in the most desperate of times, so Andy and I's marriage, like in the beginning, we hit it hard and fast. Like, I don't think we really knew what we were getting into. Um, I love him and more so today than I did then, but because we've had some hard times, mm -hmm. I feel like um, it's important to say too, so we have our own son together, he's six, 
And after I had Eli, I went through postpartum depression so bad and did so many things to hide that and to cover that up. I think I wanted to be the best mom still possible for the older two, so I didn't want to fail them mm -hmm. in the process. Um, and I also had some resentment and jealousy like towards Andy that after I had the baby, he knew what to do. Like he knew how to handle all the problems that I had no idea how to because, because he had been through it before and not with me. Mm -hmm. So that was something I was not expecting to face as a challenge. Like you just don't know what you don't know until mm -hmm. the situation arises. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was it. And so that sent me also down this like deep, dark black hole for 10 months. Mm -hmm. I went with that untreated. Um, and I'm telling you that to say there was one day that this mom, and her name's Melissa, and to this day I talk about her saving my life, but she, I, it was actually the day that I went to go get on antidepressants. Like I knew I had to do it. I was kicking and fighting and screaming the whole time because of course I'm not sick. Like I've worked in the field of mental health for over 10 plus years and I know yeah. the symptoms, but can't possibly happen to me, <laughs> right? So I'd been to the doctor, I was driving home, I was so hungry, but I was just like, I was done, I was exhausted. And I get this text from Melissa and she said, hey, I've left, I left soup and um, a book on your doorstep for you. And I just stopped in that moment. I'm like, well, that's really cool. Like, you know, that's really something I didn't expect. And later on down the line, I realized like that was God. Like that was God speaking to me in a way that mattered the most. Like obviously I wrote a book, Words Matter to Me, you know, mm -hmm. and obviously he knew that. And she was not even like that close of a friend. Like we didn't really do life together, yeah. but for whatever reason, she obeyed in that moment and I received God in that moment. And I think my greatest advice, because I think people say that all the time, like we don't hear God talking to us or I don't understand what that looks like, or I don't know how, how that feels. Like the moments that bring you the most joy, mm -hmm. like if you can just pause and consider like what is the moment that brings me the most joy? And, and sometimes it's as little as soup on a doorstep. Like sometimes it's really, really mundane things, but like that brought me joy in that moment. Yeah. So when I paused and I looked back and I realized like that soup and that book dug me out of a hole just a little bit, right? Like it just got me a little bit out of that hole. And, and that God was in that moment. And so I think a lot of times we don't need to open our ears, we need to open our eyes. Yeah. And if we can just look around and, and feel and see what it is that brings us joy, mm. that's where we start. Like that's where we start our individual relationship with God, it's a relationship. Yeah. And then one other thing I've done, as more recently in the editing of the book, I um, picked up a Bible, it's called Read the Bible in 90 Days. And mm. it's like an actual Bible that says, read the Bible in 90 days. <laughs> and the cover is not too cute, but I got a book cover for it. And it literally, it changed my life. And not, mm. not just because I can say I've read the Bible cover to cover, which anybody that probably knows me that's watching this is highly doubtful of that. Like I, I actually did it um, and, and it changed my life because it, it took away all the distractions. Mm. Like you read 12 pages a day, which doesn't sound like that much, but 12 pages a day, is a, it's a lot, you yeah. know, because it's, it's dense, it's dense content. So um, it took away all the distractions. So what I realized was when I'm truly focused on him is really when he can speak and show up. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that was a great tool for me to, to have, to build that relationship with him. So it's just little mm. steps. Like you just gotta take little steps and yeah. it's your relationship is your responsibility mm. and, it, and nobody else can, can do that for you. It's can you so speak good. about um, how, how keeping your marriage above your children is, is, is played, out in, played out in practicality? Yeah, yeah. So what's so fun and asking about the hierarchy piece, you know, Andy and I totally agreed when we married that our marriage would come before the children. And that sustained for a while, mm -hmm. but what we left out was God. Mm -hmm. So like when we would put each other on the highest step 
and we would let each other down because we do, you know. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of previous trust issues and, and some deep childhood stuff that we've worked through through counseling. But um, when Andy would let me down, I would mistake that for trust. Mm. So I would think like, I can't trust him anymore, you know. And so then that's kind of where we would spiral. But we, so we, when, before we got married, we agreed and I was like, at this point, um, adamantly so, but because I'm controlling, so that's another whole nother issue, but <laughs> adamantly so, like our marriage was gonna come first, like that's what's gonna happen. And Andy was like, absolutely, like that was his um, belief system as well. So we thought that would work. Mm -hmm. For us, it was kind of reversed. Like, so the children aren't biologically, the older two children aren't biologically mine. And I ended up leaving my job to be a stay-at-home parent for them and, and with them when we moved up to McKinney. And what happened was I had taken everything that I wanted out of my career that I was mm. that I was receiving, right? Like all mm. of that affirmation of just how great of a of a employee I was, or you know yeah. how great of a job I did. So yeah. I basically replaced that with the kids' work, like so you mm. know PTO president and room mom and all the things mm -hmm. that started to define me. So mm -hmm. where we tripped up was actually me putting my stepkiddos in that hierarchy because we didn't have yeah. God first, you know? Yeah. So so really the key and, and why I think it's so hard is because the kids do come first, you know, like, mm -hmm. and for most people, you know, Andy bringing the kids into the marriage, it was a tricky situation. It took a lot of trust for him to say, you know what, I'm gonna put my marriage first. But what yeah. we knew to be true um, and what we know for sure to be true today is that putting God first and the marriage second is a ministry to those children mm -hmm. because they've witnessed brokenness yeah. and we want them to understand that marriage matters. Like it really does matter and we're not perfect and they've seen us yeah. every way from Sunday messed up, you know, yeah. but they see us fixing it too. And they, and I, I just think it's so important for the God marriage dynamic to, mm. to be what it is because children can't bear the weight of, of that of the relationship, putting them in that highest seat, mm -hmm. I think places them on um, on a pedestal that they're, they'll actually never get off of, you know, yeah. ever. And then they feel failed and they feel like they can't meet expectations mm. and um, it sets them up for failure. You know, yeah. their little minds aren't meant to handle adult matters or be in the middle of adult relationships. And so putting God first okay. is such a model um, for them you know, and then um, witnessing our marriage, how they see God's love, I think relays the foundation over some of those cracks that they had when they were little. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Wonderful. Yeah. And if you could give any encouragement to our audience today, Summer, you know, if you had a blended family sitting right here, yeah. what would you want to impart to them? I think probably if I had somebody looking me straight in the face, you know, I think telling me that it, it all takes time. Like it just mm -hmm. all takes time to navigate. It takes time to understand. It takes time to um, appreciate each other, to build relationships. You know, I think we walk into marriages a lot of times naive, like whether it's your first or fifth, because you don't really understand the challenges to come. Like you just don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And you can't understand what you're going to go through until you're in the middle of the mess. And um, for blended families, there's just so many dynamics inside and outside the home that take time. It takes time to navigate. And I think an important understanding of um, 
the failure rate for blended families too gives power mm -hmm. to you. Like so to understand, you know, blended families fail at a higher rate even than first marriages and, yeah. and to know that is to have power over it. And if we can know, look, the enemy's gonna be working extra hard because we've got we have cracks in our hearts that, you know, may or may not be healed from our past. You know, yeah. he's going to know that he has gotten us to walk away once before mm -hmm. and I think um is able to say to us, just do it again, like just walk away. Mm -hmm. And when we've done it once, it's easier to do it twice, right? Yeah. And so we have to just understand that there's so many dynamics that need to be addressed, that need to be worked through, um, that in a blended family are gonna take time to identify. Yeah. It's gonna take time for situations to arise, to know even how to handle those, um, and to have support. Like I yeah. think the best thing that we we have done and I have done is found a group of um, moms and stepmoms that we can come together and um, lay it all really at Jesus's feet. And it's that's a unique group of women to have because um, a lot of a lot of worldly ways and worldly groups want to play into the drama. Um, and our goal is really to pray up, you know, yeah. so we, we don't want to play into the drama. We want to pray up to God and ask him for strength, ask him to deliver what, what all of this chaos is saying about us. Like yeah. how can we walk out of that, um, group or that support system and be a, a light, you know, mm -hmm. be a better, um, servant of his kingdom, yeah. um, and use our dynamics to, to do that in a healthy way. Hey friends, we hope that this episode is blessing your socks off right now. And we just wanna take an opportunity to talk about partnering together. If Blended Kingdom Families has touched your marriage and touched your blended family in some way, we'd love to partner with you. At Blended Kingdom Families, we're trying to reach as many blended families as possible. And we can do more with your support. So please take an opportunity to visit blendedkingdomfamilies.com and click partner. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Well, last question, Summer, you know, Blended Kingdom Families, our ministry name, but what Love do it. you, um, what to you is a Blended Kingdom family? Gosh, I mean, I feel like a Blended Kingdom family is a family that honors God first, mm -hmm. you know, and that uses Him in the middle of their, um, in the middle of their family, in the middle of their mess, in the middle of their lives yeah. to deliver who He is. Um, among not only your nuclear family, but yeah. you, be an influence and a light to those around, even the closest yeah. you know people around you that you may not necessarily have chosen mm -hmm. to be around. But I think you, yeah. we have such an opportunity to be um, to be a light to him, to be refined, you know, yeah. to walk out this process different, yeah. to break the um, generational curse of brokenness. Yes, yeah. um, and I think we do that by God and God alone and his yeah. grace. And I think, you know, you guys have just such a beautiful mission and ministry. You and too. I'm so, yeah. Thank you. Yes. I'm so glad that we can partner and do it yes, together. And, so are we. Yeah, and it has been so good. absolutely amazing hearing your story about your book and, you know, just your heart for blended families and what you've gone through and how that can better help people who are on this journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm shocked the nuggets are here. For sure. and, yeah, yeah. Um, Huge, just, I know, I was like, just, that's a good one line. So is that, so is that. So yeah, that. So, <laughs> obviously so God, God is, is really working in, yeah, in your absolutely. life. Absolutely. So excited, your book comes out July 29th. Yep. Yes, uh, yeah. yes. So Aligning the hierarchy of heart and home. Yes. So, 
Thank you so much yes, for being yes, here. Guys. It's been amazing. We love you. Love you. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in and joining us today. So excited and thankful for Summer's uh, heart to be here with us. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do. KF community, we want to hear from you guys. If you would take the time to leave us a review and you can find us on all social media platforms. Our podcast is like on every podcast platform and you can visit us at our website at www.blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Yeah, guys, we're trying to reach every blended family all over the world and we can't do this without your partnership. So please take a minute, like, share, comment, review, tell your friends. Tell them they can all go to blendedkingdomfamilies.com for great resources.